You're such a baby. You're such a baby. You know, maybe you've had that insult thrown your way at some point in your life. Or, or maybe, don't be such a big baby. Or just like the taunt, baby, baby. You know, the implication that you're weak, that you're immature, that you're foolish. You're just a baby, and you're unable to deal with a grown-up world. So it is a bit ironic that into our grown-up world, with all of its grown-up problems and all of the grown-up solutions that we've thrown at them, God sent us His solution, a baby. We opened the service and we heard Linus recite for Charlie Brown the Christmas story as recorded in Luke chapter 2. And right after the angels declare glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he's pleased, Luke says that this is what happened afterwards. In verses 15 and 16 of that same chapter, it says, When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. God made some big promises. He made some big promises to answer our grown-up problems. Good news of great joy for all people. Peace. God and sinners reconciled. And the shepherds run to the stable to see God's big solution to all of our grown-up problems. And what do they find? He's such a baby. That seems the small, weak, and foolish answer to the big problems our world is facing, doesn't it? But friends, maybe, maybe that's actually the point. Because you see, our grown-up wisdom, our grown-up solutions, have they solved our problems so far? Look at the news. Study the course of human history. Consider the story of your own life. Has our wisdom, which we think of as so grown-up, has the very best that we've offered solved our problems? I mean, really, at very best, all we've done is make temporary and incomplete solutions to our problems. I mean, think about it. Our governmental solutions, our social solutions, our medical solutions, our educational solutions. And let's not even get started about political solutions. I mean, has our grown-up wisdom and all of the solutions that we've produced ever done anything more than putting a temporary band-aid on humanity's gaping wounds? Can we say that our wisdom has ever permanently and completely fixed any of our problems. And even worse, our grown-up wisdom has offered us solutions that have not only failed to perfectly and completely take care of our problems, we've actually created more problems. We call them unintended consequences or maybe collateral damage. You know, rather than perfectly and permanently relieving all of our sorrows, our grown-up solutions all too often have added to our sorrows and problems. So our grown-up wisdom has not only failed to solve the problem, our solutions have often made things worse. We need a better solution. We need a better wisdom than what our grown-up wisdom has offered. You know, in the 12-step traditions, you have to come to the point where you admit that it was your wisdom and your solutions and your best thinking that got you into the mess. And the same wisdom that got you into the mess is not going to get you out of the mess. And so step three calls you to submit yourself to an outside wisdom, to a higher power, to rescue you from both your problems and all of your brilliant solutions. And friends, it's the human condition. You see it in today's news. We see it in the arc of history, and you and I know it in our own personal lives. 
Our grown-up wisdom and our grown-up solutions have failed to fix all of our problems. And in fact, we've created more and bigger problems. And so that first Christmas, God sent us his solution. But he's such a baby. Our grown-up wisdom and solutions did not and could not solve our problem. So God sent us the answer in the form of a baby, which seems a weak and a small and a foolish answer to all of our grown-up problems, doesn't it? And even worse, when this baby grew up, what did he do? Well, he lived amongst us. He taught us many things. He healed our diseases. But then, then he turned himself over to be tortured and killed on a cross. And this is God's solution? God's solution begins with the foolishness of an illegitimate baby born in the backwoods to an unwed teenage mother laden in animals feeding trough in a no-name town in the middle of nowhere and ends with the foolishness of false accusations, a sham trial, and a shameful execution on the cross. To us, none of that seems very wise. And maybe that's the point. We think we're so smart. We think we're so smart with our grown-up wisdom. We think that we can figure out our true problem and how to fix it. We think that we can save ourselves with our grown-up solutions. And God humbles us by sending a baby as the solution. And God says, this baby, this baby is a better solution than all of your best solutions. The cross is a greater wisdom than all of your best wisdom. My foolishness is wiser than all of your wisdom. It's exactly what the Apostle Paul wrote to the early church in his first letter to the Corinthians. Listen to what he said. He said, the message of the cross, and I might add that the message of Christmas's cradle, is foolishness. Foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it's the power of God. Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since the world in its wisdom didn't know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom. And the weakness of God, it's stronger than human strength. See, God was pleased. Pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. The foolishness of Christmas's cradle and Good Friday's cross tell us that we think we're so wise, so powerful, so able to figure it all out and save ourselves. But God says, no, here's the solution. It's the baby at Christmas. It's the man dying upon the cross. It's the foolishness of the gospel. The gospel, the good news, is that God's foolishness is wiser than our wisdom. His weakness is stronger than our strength. And His solution, God's solution to the problem, does what none of our solutions ever have or ever will do. His solution works. Where ours fail. And friends, this is the good news of Christmas. The good news of Christmas is that God's solution is the baby in the cradle who grew to be the man upon the cross. And in that, he exposed that our wisdom is not wise enough. Our solutions are solving nothing. And at the same time, the cradle and the cross solve our deepest problem. We open tonight's service by singing that Christmas carol. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. God and sinners reconciled. Friends, religion is about being wise enough, strong enough, good enough to reconcile ourselves to God. But Christmas says, no, you can't. So God reconciled himself to us. What we couldn't do in our wisdom and our strength, God did for us on Christmas 
through a baby. This is the good news of Christmas. You can be reconciled to God, knowing peace with him now and forevermore. But it doesn't happen by our wisdom, by our solutions, by our action or by our strength. It happens because of a baby. A baby who was born that first Christmas. It happens because of the apparent foolishness of the cross of Good Friday. It happens because of the unbelievable empty tomb of Easter morning. And friends, this is gospel, good news. But all of it seems too good to be true. It seems foolish to believe that God's love is so great that he would do this for you. He would do this for me. And it seems too good to believe so much so that some might think we're fools for believing it. And yes, it all seems foolish. But friends, if it's true, if it's true, you'd be foolish not to accept God's gift given that first Christmas. But he's such a baby. Yes. Yes, he is. And are you foolish enough tonight to believe and to receive the gift that God gave us that first Christmas? Let's pray together. Father, we in our foolishness thought we were wise. And so you came as a baby, humbling yourself, And Lord, may we receive your wisdom and stop depending upon our own. May we trust in your strength and stop trusting in our own. May we stop with our own solutions and trust the solution that you gave us that first Christmas in the cradle. The solution that you gave us in the man dying on the cross. The solution that you brought in the empty tomb of Easter. The good news of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. In his name we pray. Amen.